What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. I want to talk about another another deal that happened yesterday that kind of got swept under the rug because we were all caught up with the Mookie to LA trade. But there was actually a separate deal yesterday that happened between the Angels and the Dodgers in which the Angels traded second baseman Luis Renjifo to the Dodgers in exchange for Jock Peterson and Ross Stripling. And my first glance at that trade was the Angels kind of made out like bandits here. I mean, they gave away Luis Renjifo, who doesn't really hit. He's a great glove, though. Very good defensive infielder. But they're getting a big bat that can hit at the top of their lineup in Jock Peterson. And they're getting a pretty decent starter in Ross Stripling, which is something the Angels have really needed. Pitching. That's what they've needed, absolutely. I mean, Ross Stripling has a career 3.51 ERA. And last year, he had a 3-4-7 in only 90 in two-thirds innings. He doesn't have much durability, but that's still an upgrade to the back end of the Angels staff. And he could be a back-end starter. He is under team control through 2022. And this definitely made me scratch my head. I'm not sure exactly what the what the Dodgers are seeing in Renjifo. I think this was more of a, a dump, really. They had to dump Jock Peterson because they had too many outfielders. You saw them also dump... Alex Verdugo in the trade to the Red Sox now getting rid of rid of Peterson means that they have room for Mookie. You know, they don't need so many outfielders. It's Mookie, Bellinger, Pollock, Matt Beatty. That's pretty much what they need. If they need to give Kike Hernandez some reps out there, they'll do so. But it was getting to a point where they had way too many outfielders. But I think the Angels easily won this trade. I mean, Renjifo, don't get me wrong. I mean, he's got a good glove, but that's not someone that's going to move the needle for a team like Anaheim, they needed they needed someone at the top of their lineup, and they needed pitching, and they got both of the, both of those things. So now the Angels have a starting outfield of Justin Upton, Mike Trout, and Jock Peterson, and that's plenty of power. I mean, Peterson hit 36 bombs last year. Uh, he's historically struggled against lefties, and he only had 50 plate appearances against them last year. So I mean, he's a bit of a platoon guy at this point in his career, but he absolutely crushes righties. I mean, 36 home runs is nothing to scoff at. You also see Brian Goodwin. Uh, you know, he also hits left-handed, but he actually has reverse platoon splits. Uh, last year, he actually hit better against lefties than righties, so he could get a bulk of the playing time in right field when the Angels face left-handed starters. And then, of course, you have Joe Adele knocking on the door. You know, when he's ready, they'll bring him up. But I guess this means that the Angels are in no rush to call up Joe Adele, at least not for opening day, but he'll definitely be up later in the season. Expect to see that for sure. But, you know, Renjifo, he's only 22. He became expendable after the Angels signed Rendon because Rendon's going to be the Angels' starting third baseman. Tommy Lestella and David Fletcher will split time at second base this season. So Renjifo was probably going to open the year in AAA anyway. And Peterson has some experience at first base. He could see time there with Albert Pujols and Lestella. So, as I said, Renjifo, light with the bat, just 238 with seven bombs and two steals last year. But his defense was above average, absolutely above average, according to most of the advanced metrics. And, you know, the Angels wanted to add another established player because they're trying to get to their first postseason since 2014. They have a new manager, Joe Madden. I think that's going to help a lot. But, you know, pitching was was the big was the big uh, question mark and getting Ross Stripling is definitely going to help them a lot. So Stripling is a third starting pitcher. The Angels have acquired this offseason. You know, they traded for Dylan Bundy. They signed. Julio Tehran to a one-year deal. 
So those guys are going to join Andrew Haney in the rotation, and Griffin Canning is also going to be in the mix. So that gives the Angels five starters to go along with Shohei Otani, who's expected to pitch once a week after he's fully cleared from Tommy John surgery. So, you know, it's been a couple years now, and we still haven't seen the full the full unleashing of Shohei Otani. It's unfortunate because of the injury and stuff, but hopefully we get to see him in, in a more regular role, whether it's with the bat or on the mound. He's just like, you know, one of the other guys. But I guess that's a bit too much to ask for because he's doing something just inherently different than all the other guys. So I guess it's just a bit selfish for me to say, oh, I want to see him pitch every fifth day, or I want to see him hit, you know, five, six times a week. But it is what it is. And that's what's going on in Anaheim. I like this trade for them a lot. You know, Jock Peterson's going to hit a lot of bombs in Anaheim. At least he gets to stay in Southern California. Doesn't have to worry about moving his stuff too far. Probably going to live in the same place, honestly. I mean, if he wants to move down to Orange County, he can. But it's like, uh, that's up to him. In other news, some bad news, some rough news came out of the Bronx yesterday. James Paxton has caught the injury bug once again. He's going to be out three to four months after spinal surgery. So Pax is a guy who's had injury woes his entire career. You know, when he's been healthy, he's been good. He was actually relatively healthy last year. But, I mean, going back to his manners days, he he would get hurt pretty frequently. Unfortunately, that's carried over into 2020. And his season debut is going to be delayed. The Yankees announced yesterday that he underwent a microscopic lumbar disectomy with removal of a paradiscal cyst. Uh, that's, that's, that's a mouthful. But the surgery was performed in Dallas. And the club said Paxton's approximate timeline to return to the major leagues is three to four months. So that would put him between May or June. So for conservatively looking at it, he probably won't be back till June. And uh, that's, that's a blow. That's a blow for the Yankees. I mean... Brian Cashman said Pax first reported this injury in September, actually, while they were still playing. During the season, he reported it, and he got treatment after his final regular season start on September 27 against the Rangers in Arlington. He got an injection, and then Cash said Paxton's recovery was part of the reason he was pushed back to start Game 2 of the ALCS against the Astros, with Tanaka getting the Game 1 nod. So it was recovering from that, you know, from that uh, injection essentially. And then following the season, Cashman said multiple doctors recommended a conservative treatment program that would not require surgery. You know, they wanted to see if they could get through without having to go under the knife. But then Paxton contacted the Yankees about four to six weeks ago to report a recurrence of the discomfort. And at that time, the conservative protocol was again recommended. So, you know, Pax is a guy who's been brilliant for flashes in his career. I mean, it's just the injuries. That's been the issue. He's 31 at this point. Last year, he was 15-6 and six with a 3.82 ERA for the Yankees. His first season in New York, he's eligible for a free agency after this upcoming season. But now the Yankees are going to look to find someone to replace him. I mean, with Pax unavailable, their opening day rotation is still pretty good. I mean, Garrett Cole's their ace, followed by Luis Severino, Tanaka, and Jay Happ. In some order. probably That's probably exactly what the order is going to be. Those four. And then, you know, now they need someone to fill that five spot. Some contenders for that slot would be Jordan Montgomery, who's already working out at the minor league complex right now. Luis Sessa, Davey Garcia, Michael King, and Jonathan Loazaga. The Yankees also anticipate Domingo Herman to rejoin the club in June, 
when his domestic violence policy suspension is over. So I think the Yankees actually would be fine. I mean, the, the four stars they have are, are plenty, especially because they have, you know, Garrett Cole at the helm. And, I mean, when you have a guy like Masahiro Tanaka as your three-starter, you're, you're just fine. You'll be just fine. And they'll they'll be fine. I mean, going the first, what, like two and a half months of the season, yeah, first two months of the season, really, without a number five starter isn't the worst thing in the world. I think they'll be fine. But just, you know, hoping Paxton can can right the ship and come back strong so he can get a decent amount of money in free agency next year because he's a good pitcher when he's healthy. So best of luck to him in his recovery. Just wanted to mention that, uh, you know, that's the news that came out yesterday. So that's all I've got. If you guys enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.